I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst. And I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist. And welcome to Apple Talk, where psychology meets technology, supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> and we talk about how all of the big tech companies like Apple and Google and Facebook and Amazon and Microsoft affect our culture and increasingly our lives. Not this week, though. This week they were fine. Why do I not think that's true? <laughs> this was actually a question uh, that was sent. We had a few questions last week we didn't get to because for some reason, my version of the Twitter thread was not showing everything that yours was. And we've had this problem before. It seems like I you tend to use TweetBot and Twitter has made it so difficult for third-party clients that they basically don't get the mention stream anymore. They have to run search queries and put together their own mention streams. Mm. But then Twitter also hides what they consider to be low-quality responses uh, and sometimes they really aren't. Like sometimes they are bots or just trolls or stuff right. like that. But sometimes they aren't. They're just like legitimate questions. So, and I don't know why ours were different. I have to investigate this more, but it just, it makes me doubt. If I can't rely on something, I doubt this thing. Right. But anyways, finally, Apple topic. People want to know, Georgia, because you have expressed your interest, your desire, your yearning for Apple tags for over a year now. And all Apple has done is tease you mercilessly mm. Mm. with, well, actually not Apple, but like, you know, they put out their Find My Network. They put a U1 chip in the iPhone. Rumors started to spread. There were whispers in the galaxy. There was A code. dark presence rose in Mordor. That, yeah, there was code in the there betas. There was code. There was code that's talking about this. Yeah. And we kept hearing the leaks. They're coming. They're coming. They've, but they're never arriving. And now, once again, there are more leaks about AirTags and finally AirTag accessories. And people want to know, how are you coping with this? How are you dealing with it? Not well. I'm not going to say that it's well. I I, um, I do feel like it's the the Lucy football piece of how many times am I going to, you know, get on board, be really excited, and then, the yeah, one more time around. And it's interesting what happens to the brain when you're anticipating something. So anticipation is an emotional interaction where you are living in the future and because of your past experiences with something, you either think it's going to be good or bad. In this case, is good. But then it has the negative effect of it's good. But then I don't want to hope because I don't want that feeling of being devastated when I don't get my Apple tags. And so in the brain, what happens when I'm thinking about Apple tags is I end up with when I think about how I could get them and how cute they look and all of the wonderful things that I will not lose because if you don't know what Apple tags are, they, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, will, they will be a little tiny tracker that you can find with your phone and you can put them on your keychain, your dog, your loved one. You should not do that. No. You should not do that. No human tracking. Um, <laughs> people will, but you shouldn't do that. Your car and be able to then find it or, oh, the Apple, the remote, the little tiny. The Apple remote, yeah. Cruddy. Apple remote. Hideous Apple remote that I hate. Um, another topic for another time. Um, and you'll be able to find it much more easily. And yeah. I don't know if it's going to whistle or if it's just going to be a little dot or it could do both. So I don't know. Is this, this is one of my favorite fake words um, for this. It's called anticipointment. It's like you're waiting to, be, to, be, to feel bad about something. Right. I wouldn't say that I am there. So um, anticipation, if it's a good thing, causes dopamine. And dopamine is the reward neuron in your brain. And so when I think about them, I still get a happy feeling. When I see articles talking about it, I end up getting this happy feeling. And the interesting thing is that if things used to cause you a happy feeling and no longer do, that is one of the signs of that you could be heading towards a depression. That things that used to cause you happiness when you would think of them or yeah. do them, but that's different than anticipation, cause dopamine. So they still cause me dopamine. I'm still excited. Okay. But I, I am, and this is more you usually than me, but I am a little bit of I don't want to have the party until I'm sure that they're showing up. Toby Ziegler from the West Wing. Yes. There will it. be no champagne. There will be no balloons. It's tempting fate. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's not going to happen yeah. until it actually Until happens. Mendoza is confirmed. Right. <laughs> right. No Whereas I'm usually the opposite. I want the journey. Like even if, say, my um, site that I'm, uh, that I'm launching crashes and burns, I want to enjoy the journey of the enjoy, enjoy the journey of trying to get a site out there and get videos up and go through all of that experience because at least I tried. 
Got and it. I should be proud of that. But with the Apple tags, it's been so many times that eventually my brain's kind of going, oh, Georgia, do you really want to do this? It is a, it is a little so crushing. Apple has never said that they exist. No, it's only because of leak part. culture, leak reporting, blog reporting that we even know. Like they, there were some stuff in the betas, but you and I would never have found it. No. So is that, do you blame Apple for this? Do you blame the leakers for this? Or do you just blame the universe for this? I don't blame anyone. I don't even blame the universe. I, I find it still, we enjoy looking forward to something. And I think that it's it's part of our nature. And interestingly, it runs in our background. That want for things and being excited for things, when you get when you practice that enough, it just runs in the background where you can be like, I can't wait for this, or I'm so excited there. It's not as good as mindfulness, which is living in the moment and truly being in something and enjoying that, which you want to do more and more of. When you are doing something, you want to tell yourself mm -hmm. to keep yourself because anxiety lives in the future and regret lives in the past. So even if it's positive future, which is actually quite good for you, it isn't as calming as being mindful and just being in one place and spending there, you want to say to yourself is, I'm exactly where I should be right now. So my personal dread over all of this is like, I, I'm sort of like, I'm looking forward to the technology of AirTags because I do want to have them in my keychain and we can get to the accessories I in I a minute. I call them Apple Tags all the time. There is no official name. No. We just call them I think the AirTags was in the beta though, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. But And I do want to have them in my wallet. I want to use them, but I know I know when they come out, there will be mainstream media outlets who just want to cause all sorts of ruckus. And I should point out, mainstream media, for some reason, has the absolute worst beat Apple reporters imaginable. Their tech people, like their reviewers, like Joanna Stern, you know, and uh, some of the reporters, like Mark Gurman, really good. But the people who cover, like, just plain news, horrible. And so I know that when these come out, there'll be headlines saying, Apple makes stalker device. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to matter that Tile has been out for like three to four years. It's not going to matter that the technology that's in Air of Tags is the exact same technology that's in a phone that, you know, like AT&T has been selling our location to bounty hunters and bill collectors, you know, and variety, all the major networks have been selling that information to them for years, that that is a far more reliable way to track people. You know, all of this... It's not going to matter. It's going to be headlines because putting Apple in a headline is just, you know, blows up, just mm -hmm. blows up. Yeah. And I'm going to have to spend like a good week dealing with the idiocy fallout of, all, of the launch. Or is that a good thing that that you have a topic where you can actually, you're, you're my being positive, throw some positive into this, no, so that you can help people take a look. I think that people look to you as knowing that you're going to, have a, a take on, you know, those reactionary comments and be able to let people know that, you know, you don't have to worry about this. This is where the privacy is important. And this is where you can trust that it's being taken care of, like trust in a soft T way. <laughs> it's I don't like people being made like there are the, the Apple technology usually benefits. Yes, we nerds love it, mm -hmm. but it generally benefits mainstream people who have a much less comfortable relationship with technology, uh, who find it a little bit inaccessible, maybe alienating, maybe a little bit intimidating. People who would really benefit from technology and those types of headlines monetize their fear, like fear, uncertainty and doubt. Fair. It monetizes that. And I would rather not have to do it. I'd rather they be more responsible in, in there, and I understand it's huge money. It's huge, like yeah, it they're not going to get as many hits if they yeah. say, you know, these are the wonderful ways that you can use these to protect. But they're doing it at the expense of people who just don't deserve to be treated that way. That's my issue with it. Right, because it causes angst. Because yes. it ca my causes my mom calls fear. me. She's like the BBC said that, like the BBC said that this has happened. Like that never happened. Yeah. Like it didn't, yeah. didn't happen. And she's all yeah. And BBC is like a reputable, you know, outlet. And let's say it, tech anxiety is a a, a real anxiety. Um, a lot of people fear technology that they don't understand. And so this is, you know, stoking the flames of yeah. that fire, which means that people may use technology less responsibly because they're worried about it and may choose something that's less safe or not choose to to use something that may be beneficial for their life. And I want to be clear, like, I'm not uh, um, I'm not saying, like, this is fake news or anything. I hate that term. I think it's one of the most toxic terms that we've used lately. But it's contextless news. Like, they are reporting on anxiety caused by the reporting. You know, they, if if you want to do this story and say there are there there are privacy concerns by it, like do that story. And quite often the articles themselves are good. It's just the headlines that make people really scared. But like, well, people don't read 
no, the articles. People, no. So it is only the headlines that. But use it as an opportunity to educate. Like make sure your audience is left better off than when they started. And if if there is this concern, then don't report on like the hysteria of the concern. Report on the concern and explain to people whether it's valid or not valid and why. So if it's like, yes, somebody could misuse them in this way, but this technology has been out for years. There are no stories about people using Tile this way. Apple has put in these safeguards. If you are worried, this is what you can do That's about so it. That's so much more work, Renee. Put in the work. So much more. So don't you're asking lazy. for responsible reporting. Are you asking- Non-lazy. To, are you asking- too much. Yeah. Well, there's that, I don't know if we talked about it on our previous show, but there's this phenomena where you read an article in your area of speciality. Yes. And you see that it's completely wrong. Yes. But then you'll flip the page and read an article about something you don't know anything about and just assume it's all correct. Yes, because that's what happens when we don't have knowledge in yeah. a certain area. You can look more critically in the, the field. And like people are often like, oh, Georgia, like watch this video on psychology or, uh, or this show. That, and I'm like, that's work for me. I, it's my field. I'm starting yeah. to now piece different things apart. I don't find that relaxing as someone else might because I'm um, going through an analysis of it. I have that problem. Like I used to listen before I was in tech media. I used to listen to a lot of tech podcasts. And it's really hard now. Like, I'll still listen to people I know just because it's like being in a conversation with friends. But yeah. if people aren't a beat report, like a, if they aren't a good Apple beat reporter and they're covering Apple news and I have to hear them talk about something that like, no, that was this, but it was fixed last week. But like, like but that might just my brain have, won't disengage. You, you have such a vast knowledge at your fingertips, especially in, in that verse that. Well, but you know, this is I knowledge see. I have to re-earn every day. Like you're only, if you're, yes. if you're covering news, you have to be good at it every day. It's like yes. Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do. It only exists in the moment of the expression. If if you intercept that punch, you are Jeet Kune Do. If you don't, you're not. If you're up to date on the story, then you're doing the job. If you're not, like it, like it's, you have to reprove yourself every minute. Yeah, sorry. I was I was going through different Bruce Lee quotes then. You just wanted like to punch everybody. Like a finger pointing to the moon. Concentrate on that finger and you will miss all. That heavenly glory. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so let me ask you about uh, the tag. What do you think about the tags are going to just be the little circles and you're going to have to buy the keychain separately. Uh, and I think the wallet thing separately and you just pop them in. What do you think of this? I, I like the idea of having accessories, but that Apple couldn't make a hole in the tag itself is ridiculous to me. I think that um, wonderful for accessory makers, but what a ridiculous idea that they didn't think to <clears throat> just put a hole. Like they could. Oh, I'm sure they thought. But just put the hole. Put the hole. And they then, thought and chose no. And then people could choose not to use it and yeah. buy a little pouch if they want to. Now, the interesting thing is, I'm irate and angry about this, and then watch them come out and there's a hole in. <laughs> all the mock-ups that we've yes. seen but how do we know that these are real they have apple has not even said like i'm angry about something that apple had like when we yes, talk unreleased. about people nothing unreal exists for back of star trek it doesn't it doesn't they haven't come out with it yet yet i've already assumed that they're not going to do this because the pouches are there but there could be a hole and they still have pouches and then i would want to get the pouch because i have the choice to get it not i'm forced to buy a pouch because you decided to have this this a key, puck, yeah yeah a, puck that I have to now find a way to stick to stuff. Yeah. So um, if they don't have a hole, I'll be like, please just put a hole there and then I can choose to put an accessory in if I wish to or not. Um, that would be upsetting to me. What I was complaining about, because you and I have completely different priorities, obviously, is that the mock-up that John Prosser was showing has this writing all the way around the outside. <laughs> And at first of all, that just looks so noisy. Like Apple doesn't even put their logo on things to keep it looking clean. They got the FTC to let them, the FCC to let them put the FCC labels inside software so the iPhone doesn't have all those little marks on them anymore. They have everything so clean. And then the mock-up process showing says like manufactured in China, uh, sorry, designed in California, manufactured in China, which is even on the AirPods Pro case. But maybe that's, re oh, maybe yeah, that's regulatory, yeah. but then it keeps going. Yeah. It keeps going. It says ultra wideband, which, okay, maybe you want to show that off because it's right. a new technology. It sounds right. cool. Bluetooth LE. Bluetooth LE. The, like, the oldest, I, I, I don't want to dunk on Bluetooth LE, but why? Why would you write Bluetooth LE on the exterior in hardware? Right. And I find that it looked exceptionally similar to the bottom puck on the HomePod Mini. Yes. It looks so similar 
I said to myself, and this is probably inaccurate, but I'll just say what I thought is like, like, well, it sounds like you just saw the bottom of the HomePod mini and we've now made a mock-up that's similar to that. Um, but I don't see them putting text all around. It's just not what Apple does, especially not around their logo. But if they have to, See you know, would I would say they'd put it on the opposite side so that it's pretty and it has just a little tiny Apple logo. But then won't more people want to steal it because anything with an Apple logo is worth it. Well, I the don't Apple know. logo is on the front, like the, like yeah. the, but on the back, yeah. it was like the bottom of the Apple watch. Like yes. the bottom of the Apple watch has like uh, ceramic, uh, ceramic, Crystal, blah, blah, blah. But they might have to put it on, so. Nobody's going to force them to put Bluetooth Elliot. I, I, I hope not. Anyway, Prosser said that maybe they, they'd taken that part off, but still, it just, right. just don't do it. Right. Simplify, 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 and then you erase two of the simplifies. So it's not that they, they're not, you're not going to have an easy way to attach it to things. No, I'm more concerned that it's going to, that it has just too it's much text written on it. It's not going to look good. At least maybe the cover, maybe the little thing has to attach to it will hide it. Right. Hmm. And all of them, the mock-ups mm. are white, which, mm. uh, mm. fine. All right, so Georgia, this is going to come as no surprise to you, but way back in the day when Facebook started buying other companies and said, we will not be commingling data. We will not be taking the information that you give to one of these companies and sharing it with <clears throat> Facebook proper. Right. Your account will remain your account on that service, will remain on that service. And just because they broke that promise with Instagram, and, and just because they broke that promise with Oculus, mm -hmm. are you still surprised and annoyed that they are now breaking it with WhatsApp and will start sharing all that information with right. Facebook? Right, if you didn't know, they have set out a new privacy policy where they state that now all of your data that you've put down into WhatsApp, and a lot of people use WhatsApp for um, consumer use, business use, um, will now be shared also with Facebook. Mm -hmm. So am for I- Zuckerberg For Zuckerberg use. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not shocked because like we knew this going in from the start that Facebook always does whatever will benefit Facebook and will lie even to government officials and say that they will not do it, let us acquire this, and then suddenly now mm -hmm. it, we're co-mingling data. But it did anger me. I was very upset at it, though I shouldn't be, because I should be um, prepared. Fool me once, fool me twice, fool me thrice. Yeah. Do we have a word in English for quatrice? I don't think that's a word. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, someone else at that. will. Someone else will. They'll will tell us. us. Yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. In a review, in a bad review, yes. they'll tell us that's not a word. <laughs> Hurts. Um, but no, I found it really upsetting because here we go again with um, people misusing information that they have. And, you know, I guess legally they're allowed to change their policy, privacy policies and do this. So it's not that they're illegally doing this, but... It's also, it's like that person that constantly says one thing and does another. Every time they do it, you're probably going to be angry and upset yeah. if you are aware of it. I think that a lot of people are unaware or unaware of how this actually affects them and have chosen to just say, it doesn't really matter, I enjoy it. But the thing that Facebook does, it's that foot in door. So they say, you know what, it's going to be safe. Don't worry about it. And then they test the waters yeah. on something that you really love. So Instagram and people stayed and they got away with it. Yes. And then they do it again with Oculus and people still purchase it and they get away with it. And then they're doing it again. And once you're already using a product, it is so hard to change. There's so yeah. much- um, There's a network effect. All your friends or family are there. And you're used to that yeah. in, um, ecosystem. Yeah. It's maybe tied to now your business accounts. This is the way that you connect. <clears throat> How do you go back and be able to change all of that? The barrier to entry of switching over to another way of messaging or another way to get payments is almost prohibitive. Yeah. And so because of that, they nothing's going to happen to them. There was a movement, a big movement on Twitter, uh, where people were encouraging people just to delete WhatsApp and install Signal or Telegram. Signal, if you're not familiar with it, Signal is probably the most privacy-centric option. Somebody posted Apple's new privacy labels yes. for WhatsApp. Oh, you for, sent it to me. Yeah, for, um, I forget the other one was, 
uh, and then there was iMessage and then there was Signal. And like WhatsApp is like eight pages of they take everything, everything you can imagine. Everything. They're taking all of it. Yes. iMessage is like they check your contacts to autocomplete addresses for you. Signal is nothing. They touch nothing. They have no data. That's not entirely true. You can choose. Uh, I think you can choose to, to use your phone number as a reference point. I don't remember because I set up my Signal account a while ago. But that's like this close to the zero knowledge option that we have. And then Telegram, people like it because I'm still dubious on the security. I know they made a lot of improvements on it, but it had a bunch of really weird stuff in the beginning. So I, I use it, but only for people who only use Telegram. I don't use WhatsApp or any, or Facebook Messenger at all anymore. Those are gone for Good. me. But can you go through payment services with Signal? Because a lot of companies use WhatsApp for being able to, to deal with payments. Yeah, and, and iMessage payments are US only still. So right. it is hard. And WeChat, like, is ubiquitous in China. Like that is your basic wallet in China. Right. Um, but that's a whole different thing. But the, yeah, the messaging thing, it's just, it's so predatory. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, people put up with it until they don't. Right. And I wonder if Facebook is heading to that, because Facebook is facing a lot of, re Facebook is facing a lot of reckonings. And I wonder if they're all going to come home at once. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know when a company becomes that large and lobbyist is lobbying, well, companies are now people, so they get all the protections of people and they also get all the protections of being a company at the same time. And plus, when a company is that large, they have a lot of power. They yeah. give a lot of money. If someone gave you, say, $100,000, you know, just to look away to this or that, it's, well, it's hard to say no. They know, like Google, they know all the dirty, dirty groups that you belong to. That as well. How are you voting on this bill? Bacon, carrot, and oh, stick. But do people want to know about this? Oh, you are voting this way on that bill. Great. Yes. Well, but that's what Facebook does both. They can, yeah. you know, carrot, give you, yeah. you know, support you and all of the things that you support. And they can stick. Yeah. Where we're going to, you know, this, look at, look mm -hmm. at what we found. Yes. It'd be a shame if anything happened to this dodgy group that you belong to. Right. <laughs> so before we get into it, Georgia, we have reviews. We have reviews. Okay. So you give the reviews. I'm going to read them. Okay. Okay. So here we go. This is from Tony P. He says, want to love it. Oh, this is not ending well. Okay. What a great topic. But I started listening to the latest couple of episodes and didn't make it past five minutes. Oh. The latest one. The audio imbalance between Renee and Georgia and made it difficult to listen. We're working out the bugs. No, we so we hit we hit the microphone by accident and didn't realize it, and it was pointing at me and not Georgia. Yeah, like there's a there's a mic that's in between it's us. Right it's right here. Yeah, you can't see it. It's right off camera. If you're listening. It's right here. Right. I was going to tap it, but then I'm going to have someone else give an angry review about me tapping the mic. Um, and it wasn't pointed directly no. in between us. So, but we do level it, and like so, we, we use we use really really. Uh, high-end audio software called Isotope RX8. And we run it through a leveler and a loudness and denoise. The, le and the leveler's for me because I have huge spikes when I get overly excited. And, and then, then you whisper. I, you go from the Batman voice to the Harlequin voice. Yeah. Harley Quinn? Harlequin? Fear me. <laughs> he never says fear me in the movie. I know. I just always say it. It's from the says, other my old podcast. He says, swear to me. Yeah, I, I, okay. I don't, I've never used that. Also, getting it wrong is a gimmick. Okay, maybe. Just me. Maybe. It's just me. It's okay. Christopher Nolan is rolling over in his tenant. Oh. Um, it made it difficult to listen in the car. Oh, I'm so sorry. Either I was turning the volume up to hear her, that's me, or down to stop it from So it should have been leveled, out. though. I'm going to have to check that because it should have been leveled. Uh, yeah. And that one, before really turned me off, uh, five plus minutes reading their reviews. <laughs> so now we're reading your review. We're reading um, the review to the person who did stop listening because we were reading reviews. Please, We're so good at this. Other people, this, yeah, this is, then they're going to write another review about how they had to read their own review. Uh, struck <laughs> me as quite self-indulgent, and I didn't care to listen further. It's community well, building. Well, we start you to, to leave the podcast early. Yeah. Here we go. So the person who left the negative review is now going to have to, because of us reading reviews, is now going to have to leave a negative-er review over you know, us the reading their negative review about us reading the stopped, reviews. They probably stopped They're never going to know about this. They won't even know. Oh, a moment of fame. Moment of fame, totally oblivious. Oh, oh, that would be. You have to mm, now write back though. Now I mm, want to know if they heard that we risked. Like I want to know. So yeah. if you're listening, send us some sort of a message, even if it's a mean message. I totally want like to hear it. Like a rude emoji or something. <laughs> That's it. 
But you have to say that, you know, this is Toby P. Um, I might have said Tony. I apologize. Now you're going to be angry at me if I said There was Tony. this message. I forget. It was, from, it was from one of the people who was just elected to the U.S. Senate, and they went through his old Twitter feed. And it was remarkable because it was like a very normal tech aficionado's Twitter feed talking about like what phones were coming out. And at one point they said, we finally invented podcasting so that nobody will waste any time. They'll give you only the important parts of the conversation and cut out all of the useless banter. And then someone just CC'd like a bunch of us, including Gruber and... and <laughs> so there would be nothing on our podcast. It would Less just thing. be... Yeah, we're only banter. We're a lot of banter. <laughs> But that's the thing is there are some podcasts that are super tightly produced, like NPR style podcasts, where it's only every moment that counts. And then there are things like my last episode of the talk show with Gruber was, I think, three hours. And I don't know how much of that was on topic. Right. Oh, well, you, you like it or you don't. Yeah. Um, Ed Wash says, pleasant surprise. Oh, oh. This sounds like this is going to end well. We don't know yet. Very interesting. <laughs> Starting well. Yeah. Very interesting podcast. I discovered Renee while watching Twit and decided to give his podcast a try. That's really nice. Oh, nice. I love it when we find out where, where people come from, too. I found that both his technology and George's insight on the effects of tech and psych to be something that really hasn't been discussed together at the same time. Oh, well, that's why we did oh. this. That makes me happy. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so if you want to leave a review, especially if you're watching on or listening on yeah. Apple Podcasts, just uh, scroll down. I think it's at the buried at the very bottom of the app. Tap the button, leave a rating, leave a review. It encourages Apple to feature us so we can find more wonderful yeah. viewers and, and listeners you, like um, you. Yeah, and if you hate having us yes. read reviews, just say, don't read it. We yes. will not read your review if you say, don't, please don't read. I thought that meant we'll for sure read it. <sighs> you know, we we'll try to be good. Okay, yeah. And for YouTube, you can just leave a comment. Yeah, and Georgia has a YouTube channel now, so she's more encouraged than ever to see them. I know. Yeah, yeah. nervous. Like that caused me a mild amount of anxiety. Now, are you going to answer comments from the Apple Talk account, from your new account, or from your like old uh, back working at iMore account? My yeah. account. Um, I'm not going to be using the Tippy account anymore, so okay. um, I don't think so. But if I'm logged into it already, I'll probably be using it, um, and I'm. I think that I'm going to be using the the I. My therapy account? I don't know. I don't. I'm you not don't sure yet. Okay. I'm not sure. But you launched. You have launched your first video. I have launched yeah. it. Yeah. How did that tiny feel? Preview. It was really nerve wracking. Like it was. I was nervous and excited at the same time, kind of wrapped up because this is kind of your like you're putting this out there and then people can comment on it, and uh, like I've already gotten some critique from family members. Oh. Oh, brutal. Yeah, it was really brutal. They're like, your lipstick is really too bright. And I'm like, that was because it was color corrected. I didn't, I don't even own that color, but the color So here's the thing I'm curious about. When people are watching a video, some people leave comments on the content of the video. Yes. Other just are just like, you're ugly, your voice is terrible, your clothing are disastrous, your makeup is ugly. Yeah. Like some people just, they want to they wanna like go after you yeah. and not anything that you're talking about. And I think that that happens more for women, even women to women, than it does for men. And I might be wrong about that, but I believe that the numbers are different. Um, and, you know, if I see someone looking beautiful, I do want to comment on, I love that shirt, I, which I don't mind. It doesn't actually bother me if someone makes a comment of, I loved your hair today. Um, cause then I'm like, okay, good. Like that's also important feedback because then I'll do that more or your hair look terrific. I'm like, you know so, what? But is I'll it important feedback into... if they're not a hairdresser or a hairstylist? I still, it's still, for me, it's still information that goes into data. I don't find that you have to be a hairdresser to know what good hair looks or not looks. And I might not choose to use that information because I might mm -hmm. be like, this was my favorite hairdo though. So I'm sorry, I'm going to still do it. Or it might be like, I remember someone once giving me a critique about how I went, um, all the time. Yes. And so the next interview that I did, I, I, really worked on not saying um for the entire time until the end of the video where I said, I forget what his name was, like, Ricky, this is for you. Um, <laughs> and then we went on. But it helped me work on making better I find videos. It, I find it difficult. I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because, like, when you just look through comments, they are often without context. So I'll get a lot of comments saying, you talk too fast, you talk too slow. If you don't talk faster, I'm going to unsubscribe. If you don't talk slower, I'm going to unsubscribe. Right. Uh, and there, it's, it's not useful at that point because all of it is totally subjective. It depends on a multitude of factors, which they don't, like when, with your hair, they could be saying, I don't like your hair, but maybe they only like blonde, blonde pigtails. And right. without them saying that, there is nothing that you can do that will ever make them like your hair. It's not objective feedback is totally you subjective see, it's, feedback. It's an interesting thing because I'm not, I enjoy the interaction, the human interaction. I, it doesn't, you know, I, I'm not going to read, like, unless there's a, like, whatever, 20% of people say this is horrible, then I'm like, okay, this is now data that's probably, probably right. There's enough people that are saying it. But I enjoy just that feedback, even if it's something that's, 
you know, I think that your videos could be better if I'll think about that and I'll be like, okay, let me think about it. But I don't feel I'm not as strong of a caretaker mm -hmm. as you are. So I, I don't feel as obliged to have to please people. Um, and I, I find it, you know, I, I like that interaction, yeah, even I spent, if it's not great. I spent a good year trying to talk slower. And then now I just get slammed with people saying I talk too slow. Right. Make right. up your minds, you two. <laughs> Right, exactly. So yeah, you can comment. That is totally fine. So I don't know. What the, I don't know what if you think that you know what you're unleashing at this point. The unfettered mass. Of you know YouTube. what? It's so funny because I always get people that were like that warn me on like beware of like when I first gave out my email, it was a lot of beware because blah 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 blah. blah. Um, and this now I'm really tempting yeah. fate. Yeah. But I'll say it. I'll say it. I have not yet gotten a mean email to me. That's unusual, though, given the expanse of the internet. Based on it is. I, based I on know. data sampling rates, that's unusual. And I got a lot of people writing, please be careful. I hope that you're okay. Please let me know if anyone's been, like, really kind, thoughtful people trying to look out for me. Or, Georgia, maybe you shouldn't do this. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Um, and I've had just really kind, thoughtful. See, those people who, like, are writing to make sure you're okay and want to help you, those are the ice cream trucks with a little ding, ding, diddle, little ding, ding, no, ding, ding. No, they're just yes. sweet. No. No, those are the no, ice cream trucks. No, like optimism versus nihilism. No. <laughs> I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist. <laughs> You're optimistically that the, the ice cream yes. truck is going to be. Anyways, I apologize. I took you totally off topic. How was your first video? It, I I think that it was a good video. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm happy with it. I don't think that it's a perfect video. But if I waited till it was perfect, I wouldn't do it. Yes. And so I kind of jumped in. I'm really lucky that I have like so much support that's around me to be able to help out. And there was... There was so much, like, I loved the amount of, like, there's so many people that retweeted it, that subscribed. I only have one video. The video really doesn't have anything. And I ended up getting, like, a thousand subscribers. And I think 3,000 people watched the video, which, like, it's it was really wonderful. And I know that I'm, I'm fortunate and not most people have, like, a Renee or have then the entire community that, like, I've been a part of to be able to support. But I did feel really loved and cared about and so and I know it's extrinsic it's outside but thank you like thank you I was amazed at just how well you speak like and I've, I've been podcasting with you for years I've gone to your live talks because you've done a ton of talks yeah. on psychology you've done talks right. technology talks yeah. and I know you speak well but I'm still stunned that you just like for people who don't know she didn't script that she didn't she just she just did that and she got some feedback and did it better and got some more feedback and did it better and then there was no editing like that was just her Thank you. Yeah, Renee. if I could talk like that, I'd rule the world. Thank you. You speak <laughs> exceptionally well, oh, and no. you have a vast amount of knowledge. Yes. No. So, but um, thank yeah, you. I it appreciate was. The fiction. It well, I'll just say it, like for other people that are going through it. My I did a first set of videos, and it was horrifically bad. Like the first video, I did the first set of videos, and we trashed the entire set of. I think I ended up doing sixteen videos to pick one, but the first whatever six or eight were horrible. I'm very expressive and I was caricature expressive. I got so excited and so nervous <laughs> that my face was all over the place. You're like a cartoon place. character? Yeah, it, it was it was very cringy and bad. I'm so happy I got rid of it. And then um, Anthony said like your your shirt doesn't makes your This is not a nice comment. Your shirt makes your head look too big. <laughs> and I went Your husband is brutally honest. And I went, "Okay, that's fine. I'll we'll change like they need you they're like you need a lighter shirt." And I'm like Okay. But it was true. It was accurate, right? We yeah. tried it out and it was a better shirt. It was because it blended into the background and just made me look like a glowing Well, and also head. you're using a very wide lens. Like I think you're, you're on a 16 to 35, I Which think. does what? For those that are looking for a lens. So uh, the basic idea is that the wider the lens, the more uh, elongation and, the, and the, the narrower the lens, the more compression. So, and I have in my iPhone video... You can go through the three lenses on the iPhone. You can see that with a little Baby Yoda picture. Yeah. That when you have a wide-angle lens, like a 24 or or wider, the nose becomes very big. The ears go back. The yeah, background, the look. room behind you goes... Well, is if you're stuck in a small room um, and your head is fairly well-proportioned, it just makes the room look so much deeper. It gives so much depth to the room. Right. And it makes it look like you're really up close and personal with them. Right. Right now, we're on a 70 millimeter lens. I used to use a 50 millimeter. That's a much longer lens. And what that does is reduce the compression so that uh, it looks like the objects behind us are not too far away. Right. Like that wall behind us is probably 15 feet away, but it doesn't look that far away with this lens. Right. And like at 100 millimeters, it would be even less far away. And at 200, it would look even less... 
The the other funny thing about shooting a video and and going through it, where we were talking about how how you said like you know no we can have more of a dramatic effect if there's more of a shadow on your face and it makes it look more 3D. And I'm That's like, what we have here now for for women. <laughs> I don't want shat. I don't want 3D. I want less 3D. But don't you? I don't. I really don't. I don't want it to look dramatic. I want it to look soft. HD is not great. I don't. I don't want to see every single bump that is on my face. So we changed that as well. You and were just Batman three minutes ago. Yeah, I like. I like being Batman. <laughs> yeah. So here we have what they call cinematic lighting, which is we have a key light up there. We have a fill light over it's here. The we have a thing. hair light. Uh, over there, and then we have some background lights. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really neat. And this is our first time with new lighting. We've got an app just for the gear, the gear heads in the audience. Yeah. We, we had an aperture 120D here, and now this is an aperture 300D. Someone might have pinched. Yeah, someone might have stolen the 120. Uh, we used to have a light dome 2 up there, and now we have a lantern. Which is huge. It's yes, a it's like an umbrella. Huge I want to bring it over, but I would drop it. No, I? why would you want to bring it over? I gave so you a little lantern. See. No, so oh. it's to show people. No, not... they wouldn't see us anymore. You see us going. Whoa. It's huge. It's yeah. like it's it's like huge. Can, we'll put a link in the description. Yeah, and just to show because, but it does. You need a banana for size. Cause... And then this is a quasar science tube, and then over there is a quasar science tube. I like those. Yeah, I like those. I can. You can change colors. Go Come ahead, on. change colors. Just so for people, people listening, see. you can see that we can change colors. See, I'm going to change colors now, and it's not going to go back, and then we'll be stuck. <laughs> With like a... Then we're going to get an angry review about the blue, colors. Were, oh, that looks neat. Cyan. Mm. Green. Oh, no. Red. Huh. Yellow. Oh. Why is why is it red, yellow, orange? That's out of rainbow sequence, sir. <laughs> angry. Angry you. And magenta. Cool. This looks more red than magenta. It doesn't look like magenta-ish. That looks really neat. Yeah. And then now in order for me to get it back fast, I'm just going to turn it off. And you can see what it looks like with no uh, fill light. Yeah. And then back with a fill light. Yeah. Which is really neat. Like the lighting makes a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. The lighting and has dimensionality. We're working on to getting the hair light, which is the light that comes from for my, my channel. Yeah. Um, which is at my house, which I don't have like proper lighting. And so we're getting the fill light, which kind of the hair light, which yeah. kind of like lights up your hair and separates you from the background. And that makes a huge difference. Yeah. So you're going to see the next video that I do, which will have a hair light. It probably won't be properly done. And a better key light. Yeah. Um, and it's and just mine an is more of a experience. kicker than a hair light, really. I have, I have to have modified it. No, it's a it, kicker. It just kind of kicks some light into the side, just to so you don't. So basically, if you think of it, we, you want like an intense light on one side, so it makes shadow on the other side. But complete shadow is boring, so you have an extra light there that adds some light. So you get like a sort of almost like a line of shadow. I don't want that. <laughs> All the cinematographers oh. are just so sad right now. We could do like the complete dark lighting, you know, or the over the top lighting, or like the. I think that it's would like, make me look exceptionally scary. I don't I don't think that I would like that. It's like right. when the interviewers are going and they, they see the person in high def and then the interviewer's all this soft light and you, you can barely see that there's a nose there. It's just yeah. All right. So we will keep a we, we will keep an eye on this new endeavor of yours, Georgia. This new YouTube channel with great <laughs> interest. So I have a question for you though. Um, this week was a lot. I usually do like six, seven, sometimes eight videos a week. I managed to get four done. And that's Which is still a lot. Okay, but the, the volume aside, like it's because I spent two days doom scrolling. And we're not gonna get into why I was doom scrolling because that is just evolving so quickly that by the time we record the show, typically on Saturday, it, we usually edit it on Sunday, post it on Monday or Tuesday. And by then, I'm sure the world will have changed 800 more times because 2021 is turning into the Snyder Cut of 2020. <laughs> But I just, I couldn't look away. I was just doom scrolling for two days with one doom. Someone was saying like, it's doom scrolling, but it's real good doom scrolling this year. But right. I just, I couldn't stop. Right, right. It's it's one of those those things where you get caught on it. And, and there's this balance, right? You want to be able to be informed about what's happening in the world. But what happens is, is that if there's, you're, you're reading something or absorbing something with really strong negative content or anxious content, when you're done, your brain's still going at it. Plus it's addictive. It you is. You want to find out what's the next thing that's happening. You want to find out what occurred after this piece of it. And because that the world is like, they can give you information at your fingertips immediately. Mm -hmm. There is no end to this. You don't find out the end of the story. So you need to, like, everyone wants to know how does this story end? There's no so end. It's just more doom. You continue to absorb this. 
but it has a huge effect on your psyche. It changes your eating habits. It changes your sleeping habits. It changes your brain's chemistry. Yeah. And your emotional feelings throughout the entire day. So if you are agitated after, or angry after, or can't calm yourself down, because if you do this enough, if you read content that makes you have a negative feeling enough, your brain continues to produce those neurotransmitters even after you've put away the technology, and you're still living there. You're still there, though you're not actually physically there. So even stopping, which is You know, what do you do? How do you deal mm -hmm. with this? Um, is stop. You're still going to be there for a period of time until you can flush that out with something that's happy or peaceful or relaxing. But it's not that easy to go from traumatic content to, to you to like meditation. Like if you're trained very strongly and do a lot of meditation, you might be able to do that. But I would say it's better to do something that's physical. Exercise, exercise. Um, Maybe a video game, if you really absorbed in that, or VR, dancing, um, listening to music, singing to the music. Dancing while the doom playing. scrolls. Well, no, you do that after. After, turn it off, stop absorbing it, and then do something else to help kind of give you another neurotransmitter, like, wash down, right? They often say, uh, you know, a, a brainwash, you know, puppies, kittens, something that's there. But probably you need something stronger than just puppies and kittens. Oh, there's nothing puppies can't fix or kittens. I the thing is, especially now where things are happening, I think it's a weird combination of like 2020 and now 2021. We're back on lockdown. Like we're in a but, but like Quebec keeps doing these really bizarre lockdowns. Like I'm allowed one visitor, which is how Georgia like comes into the podcast. Um, but now we have a curfew, so like you can't have visitors after 8 p.m. anymore. But like. All of the rules are just zany to me, but we have to deal with them. And already that gives you a certain anxiety level. Right. And then when the news is as bat crap crazy as it's been lately, and and it's been one thing after the other. Like it's been, um, first it was just full on, like I was watching, uh, oh, I'm blanking on her name now. She's terrific. She does those explaining the pandemic to my past self, Julia Nolke. And like she goes back in time and tells her past self what six months, what's, what's happening in three months from now. Right. And she's always like, oh, what else could be happening? She's like, have you gotten to the murder hornets yet? Murder hornets, murder hornets. And it's like, it, but that's what 2020 felt like. It was one thing after right. the other. And then like, and I'd forgotten. So I was rewatching the videos and it's like, have you got to the fires in the sky yet? Like, oh yeah, the skies are on fire. I totally forgot that we had the like the sky like so many things happened in 2020 that I forgot about and a lot of us I think even though our rational brains knew better our lizard brains were hoping our, our reptile brains our lower brains our brain stems were hoping the clock would strike 2021 and it would stop and everything would stop right and it didn't I, I think that a lot of people had that um, anticipation that that when the year magically changed that the world was going to magically change as well. And uh, a hope to that, that there's something that actually, like, when it's 12, there will be a difference. And we're, 2021 is be like, better. hold my beer. Right. Yeah. We're not done with you yet. No, it's 2020 yeah. part two. Oh, there was a joke. There was they doing that Jordy LaForge meme from Star Trek where he's mm -hmm. like, 2020, 2020, a, oh, sorry, 2021, 2020, a. And it's like, too soon, too soon, Jordy. I don't know if I understand that Maybe. Oh, because like the, the Enterprise didn't get a new number. It just got the A, the letter stuck oh, at the end of it. Thank you for explaining it. For all those that didn't know. Star Trek geek humor, I'm sorry. I, I'm totally there, but just not that one. The Enterprise E is the best of the Enterprises. That's true. Yes. That's fine. I'm That's good fine. with that. Okay. So, yeah. So, do you have any tips? Um, like, should you totally avoid? Because I feel like I'm shirking my responsibility as a human if I don't keep up on the news. But at the same time, it's like a vicious whirlpool of disaster and entropy that just sucks you right in. Yeah. It all depends on where you're at and, and how it affects you. Some people can watch news, even very difficult stories, and it does not have the same emotional content as it does to someone else. If you are dealing with a lot of anxiety, if this causes you a lot of stress, your health comes first. We should be knowledgeable about what's happening at the world, but not at the detriment to ourselves. Because then how much help can you be? if you then shut down because of it. And I don't believe that that means that you're you're shucking your responsibility because you're not going into it to the detriment of shutting down, feeling depressed, being angry, being angry at the people that are around you. The only way that we can actually fix things is by being, you know, aware, but also being feeling good enough to be able to have the strength to, you know, make change. 
And so your own health and mental wellness is important also. So you need to be aware of how news affects you. And when you start to feel that you are being brought down by it or getting sucked into a whirlwind that you can't get out, yeah. those are signs that you've absorbed too much. And yes, turn it off. Be I feel really privileged important. Like that I can do that, though. And That's I always true. feel like some people can't because they're living it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But you going into a depression or an anxiety spin does not help the people that need to be helped. It's actually the opposite. And unfortunately, the people that we often need to be part of the mix to fix this are legislators and the people that are running it and people that are on the ground they're often choosing other sides for different reasons. Ours went on holiday to the Caribbean, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're not, by you suffering, you're not making other yeah. people get better. You're already proactive and you already care to make change. And you're always donating and trying to, to make a, an actual difference and highlight situations that are there, which is a wonderful thing to doing. But we can't fix everything. We'll all break down. And if we're break, broken down, then we can't fix anything. So is it one of those classic put the mask on yourself before you put it on others' airplane things? 100%. Uh, if you're not there, you can't do anything. All right. Fine. Next question. Next question. Um, politeness to virtual assistants. Huh? Hmm? Um, do we say please and thank you? And um, what is your interaction with your personal assistants? I do. And I'd want to say it's just because I'm Canadian, but I don't know if, if Canadians in general do that. But I will always say, like, what is the weather? Can you please tell me what the weather is? Or uh, turn on the, can you please turn on the lights? It's just part of my, I think it was like, I forget which movie it was, um, but it was a movie about a, a coach and I'm blanking on it. It was Morgan Freeman. Uh, and I think I'm getting the right movie. And he's like, you know, you always say Mr. You always say Sir. You always say please and thank you. And I saw it when I was a you kid. You do that. And it always stuck with me. You do that a lot. It's true. I've noticed that. You do, which I think is is wonderfully polite. I think there's something that can go for um, being infinitely polite to everyone. It's a wonderful quality. I do. You really, really like. Manners make <clears throat> the person. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't talk to Siri that well. Um, or that nicely. No, I don't have, I have a antagonistic relationship with Siri and I treat her, um, not rudely. I would say though, abruptly. And, um, uh, my kids call me out on it. My oldest really? actually calls me out on it and then said, <laughs> you <laughs> said, you know, when the robot apocalypse comes, <laughs> they're going to remember. <laughs> I'll be fine because I was and polite. You're exactly, done. Exactly. Exactly. That maybe, you know, and I'm like, it's not going to be Siri. So I'm going to be fine because it won't be Siri. But then I thought it is practice uh, the way that you treat everyone. It is practice. And I think mm -hmm. that um, I'm actually going to work on being more polite, even with Siri. And the interesting part is. Why even with Siri? <laughs> um, because Siri, Siri doesn't listen to me, doesn't understand me chooses to ignore me and I anthropomorphize Siri as an entity and a person, which we naturally do, which means you take something and you make it into a person, even though they are not a person. Um, so it could be an inanimate object or as Siri is a computer. But I actually feel when she's not listening to me that she's purposely- On purpose. Purposely doing this Messing to with me. you. And it's unconscious. I, I know that it's you. not true, but it does bother me. And so because of that, um, and perhaps that's a self-fulfilling prophecy because I'm so angry, perhaps I'm not enunciating my words as well as I as could. As though you went to Juilliard. Yes, which I don't normally do anyways. But I think it's also a bad habit because yeah. then there's more of a chance. Whatever you do becomes your muscle memory. And so if you're not using please and thank you all of the time, then that one time that you may need to, if you're stressed or not thinking, you may not say please or thank you. And so it's not that I um, feel that Siri deserves for me to be polite, but I am going to work on doing it because I think it set, sets a bad precedent to my children. And also I think it sets a bad precedent to myself. So um, thank you for that question. I'm going to try. Um, you'll let, I'll let you know next week. Uh, to be more polite when I engage with Siri and uh, see if that actually even makes me feel better, makes her listen more, has no effect, but at least I'm setting a good example. See, for me, it's it's really uh, Patrick Swayze Roadhouse rules. You just be nice. You be nice. You be nice until it's time not to be nice. 
See, I feel that 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 won't work for me because I feel that with Siri, it's always time not to be it's, nice. It's all we've gone past the be nice, right? I've if, if you've watched any of the other podcasts that I'm on, I've tried the be nice and that did not work. Mm. So mm. Be nicer. now I'm I'm be nicer. Mm-hmm. 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 We'll see. So thank you for that. Uh, all right. So that brings us to the end of our regularly scheduled topics. But there will be bonus topics right afterwards if you are on Nebula. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and Nebula is just the streaming service that we do with a bunch of other really cool people like Devin from Legal Eagle, who has been crushing it. This has been like, I, I don't know, like just the most important month of his career. He has been on fire but also Thomas Frank and Mariana Study Corner and Ali Abdal and Mary Spender is doing daily videos. It is an awesome community. And on top of that, you get all of this stuff ad-free and a lot of it with bonus content. Like my videos, my Q&A videos always have extra questions. My interviews always have extra segments. It's just really cool. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can go to curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk, and they extended their sale because they know we need it. They extended their sale. It's like over 40% off, and they've extended it uh, a couple more weeks, or at least at least one more week. So check that out. You can get all of this. You can get Curiosity Stream, and you can get Nebula for like 12 bucks a year. Which is really good. Yeah, yeah. That's like a dollar a month. I say I can do math. $12 is a dollar a month. Yeah. Uh, well, you never know. In 2020, 2021, the months seem like there's one in 100 months in the same time. But yeah, check that out. And if people are, if you are leaving us here, Georgia, where can people find out more about you and your new YouTube channel? Oh, well, you can just type in Georgia Dow on YouTube because I don't have a dedicated, need 4,000 hours. No, so. you need, uh, you, no? you just no? finish the month. Really? Yeah, so we signed really? up, I Am think, I already three weeks there? ago. No, three weeks ago. We just had to wait like five or six more I days. I thought that I needed still 4,000 hours. For, um, that that's for, that's for YouTube monetization. Oh, oh, yay. Okay, well, until that week goes by, you can type in Georgia Dow um, on YouTube and then you can, I found me. So you can find me. That's the way I found me. <laughs> Everybody's finding each my, other. I don't know my own URL. And, um, you know, you can like and subscribe if you like and want to subscribe to that. That would be wonderful. And uh, if you want to send me an email, you can check out um, Georgia at westmouttherapy.com. Awesome. What about the Twitters? Oh, and on Twitter, it's at Georgia underscore Dow. And if you're dealing with anxiety or depression, you can check out anxiety-videos.com. How about you, Renee? Awesome. I am at, uh, at Renee Ritchie on Twitter, still on Instagram. I've managed to give up Oculus, WhatsApp, and Facebook Messenger, but not Instagram. I keep wanting to, but it keeps drawing me back in. Mm. Uh, yeah, so at Renee Ritchie on Twitter and Instagram and uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Renee Ritchie. And I do little tech videos almost little daily. Videos. Almost daily. Almost little tech daily. videos. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for watching. If you haven't yet and you're on Apple Podcasts, please do scroll down. Please leave a review. Leave a rating even if you want to drag us. It's fine. We love seeing them. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we improve. So all the feedback, the better. Thanks for watching.